Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Shirt Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Gillette, the creator of the Blue Shirt Leadership Framework. And what is that? The Blue Framework is all about four pillars to leadership, and that is be a self-aware leader, lead with accountability, use a growth mindset, and empower others. Now, our guest today is Todd Miller, and he has a story that you want to hear and a story that really allows you and helps you to understand that Todd truly wants to empower others and help them to stay accountable to their goals, accountable to the finances in their business and their situations. So he spent the last 20 years in the auto industry and running a small business. After the business failed and the business debt crashed down on him personally, he decided that he did not want that to happen to other people and other families. And so he's journeyed into a new industry to help other families prevent these types of things from happening so they can have far more financial success. So please welcome with me, Todd Miller to the Blue Shirt Leadership Podcast. Hey, everybody. I want to say welcome again to Todd Miller. Thank you for joining us, Todd. Welcome. Thanks, Kyle. I'm glad to be here. You know, I love that the way that we connected is through networking because that's such a beautiful way to meet with people, to connect with people. And I want to give a little shout out to Frank Egan again for connecting us. And now we're you're on my show and I get to learn from you and the audience gets to learn from you. And that's the beauty of networking. So as everybody knows, Todd is in the financial industry, but can you explain a little bit more details about what your heart is for being in this industry and, and, you know, kind of your passion behind doing what you're doing. Of course. I appreciate that. You know, my heart is in this because I ran my own business for almost 10 years. And when I was forced to close the doors because I couldn't get the employees to show up and put in a full day's worth of work. Um, when I closed my business down, the business debt came crashing down on my personal finances. So that's what drives me every day is if I can save one business owner, it affects not only them, but also their families and mm. their employees' families. Yeah. You know, I think that's the beauty of, of small businesses, how interconnected all of that is and the importance of that. I just wrapped up a phone call with a coaching client who was talking about the culture of the business and it's not where she wants it to be. And she's going to go in and talk to all of her fellow coworkers about it and say, what can we do to make this a much more lively and enjoyable context? Because it wasn't a good one. <laughs> and well, she wants to make leave. the shift. What's people, that? Uh, I saw a post one time that uh, people don't leave um, good jobs. People leave bad environments. Yep. Yep. Bad environments, bad bosses. Yep. So true. And people stick around in a job that doesn't pay as well. And it might be more of a commute and all these other seemingly negative things because they enjoy the a the work they're doing, the people they're doing it with, or maybe the other order. And that's that's amazing. But in order to make that work, you got to have the financing in place <laughs> at times to continue a business moving forward. So I want to jump into that and talk a little bit about business credit to, to get started here. Can you talk to us about what is business credit? Because some people may not understand what that is and, and school us down about this. Well, schooling, uh, schooling you down is pretty easy in layman's terms. Uh, your EIN number or your tax ID number uh, is just like your personal social security number and you can build business credit on your EIN number solely. So no more personal assets placed at risk and 
now you're building a robust business credit profile that's going to fund your business. So there's no more Kyle in the blue shirt coaching. It's blue shirt coaching standing on its own two legs. Right. And I have, I have a, my LLC is what guards me or separates me. What are the other ways that people, you know, kind of those tax designations that people use to, or people can use to separate themselves from the business? Well, and that's a, a great example because most people that are LLCs do it for the tax uh, deductions, but they also do it because, you know, they can uh, keep that corporate veil and keep their liability out of it and protect their families and assets from ever getting sued. Because obviously we're in a, a sue happy environment in the corporate industry. And if somebody slips and falls in your brick and mortar store, they're going to sue you if you've pierced that corporate veil. Mm. So if, if I don't have business credit or how do I build business credit? What is, what does that look like? Well, uh, my company, we, we offer a seven step process that we walk you through with a certified financial analyst uh, through those seven step processes. Uh, the first step is the most important, which is building your credibility and fundability for your business which is uh, basically checking off the 125 uh, data points that lenders and vendors look at um, to approve you for a business loan. So that's the first and major step. And then the second step is the second most important is registering your business with all three bureaus, Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax Business, and Experian Business, which, you know, I'll be quite honest with you. I spent 20 years in the car business and didn't know there was Equifax and Experian business credit bureau. So, huh? Yeah, because those sound like the the personal side of of credit, and people don't realize that. When when someone does this, what kind of freedom does it give them to have this built up credit? What what kind of freedom does it give to their business to be able to have this built up? Well, uh, the biggest thing is instead of taking the proceeds from your business and or profits, now you're using your business credit to leverage uh, the funds that you've got the credit and the capital to grow and scale your business instead of taking the proceeds or profits or uh, risking yourself uh, to grow it. What do the, what do the naysayers say about this this approach? You know, most of the naysayers, oh, you know, I've seen something online, uh, I, I Googled it and, or I YouTubed it and I saw that I can do credit card stacking. That's fine and you can build some business credit, but that's building one pillar of the business credit. It's not really building all three uh, pillars, which is what we specialize in, is you want to build Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax and Experian all equally and get your business credit score up above 80 paydex, which most people don't know that there's a credit score for your business either. And so, you know, it's zero to a hundred, not like your personal FICO from 350 to 850. What? Okay. So I have no idea what my business credit is because I've never taken a loan out or anything like that for my business. But I'm curious if there is some point where I want to do that for whatever reasons, how, what are some practical things I can do to build up that business credit? Some of the practical things you can do is some of the uh, loan or some of the credit cards 
companies like uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, Staples and stuff like that will do business cards and you'll start building up some business credit. The problem with the industry is 93% of all business credit is not reported. So that's why our company really takes that into play because step three is obviously building a tier one credit, which is getting you those um, basic cards that pretty much anybody can apply for. And then step four in the process is going through and monitoring and making sure that the lenders and vendors are reporting correctly and reporting to your bureaus. So that's how you start building it up. You know, business credit is built intentionally. It's not like FICO score or personal uh, business or personal scores, where when you turned 18, you start growing your business, your personal credit. It's not like that. You have to intentionally build business credit. Hmm. So, so that's really interesting to me. So there's could be thousands there there is thousands and thousands of business owners that have a credit card but it's not doing anything for them because they're not pressing into the companies to make sure that that is adding to their credit huh that's that's too bad <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, one of those other passions that you're talking about um most people have you know one of the most popular uh, credit cards out there for businesses capital one spark card well, if you look at your Capital One Spark Card, it probably says Blue Shirt Coaching, and then below it, it says Kyle Gillette. Well, they asked for your Social Security number when you uh, got the card, so that means that it's reporting to your personal credit, not your business. So it's doing you no good. Hmm. Now I gotta think. I don't have the that card, but I do have a. I have a visa, and I'm wondering. I know it has the name of my LLC on there, but I'm, I think it might has my my name on it too, which means that it's going towards the my name. I guess is what I'm your hearing. Personal from. social security number. It's building. It's either building or hurting your personal credit because you know if you're if you have a busy month and you're putting a lot of expenses on that card, well, you know uh, from years of experience, your credit source score starts coming down the more credit you start using. With business credit, the more you use, the more they give you. Mm, so it's a little, it's an opposite relationship in, in comparison. In fact, that's interesting too. So what, when, when I'm able to do that, what benefits, what is the, how does the bank see that as, as I'm running my business and I have a good credit, how does that encourage the bank to, to loan to me? What, what happens on that end? It, well, all your data points are checked, first of all, which is what they're uh, looking at to uh, prove your loan in the first place. But now you look credible in their eyes. You know, uh, give you an example. Once you get through uh, tier three or tier four in the credit uh, building process, you know, government, because business credit is available to anybody, they don't have to have your approval to pull your business credit. But if you're doing like a government contract, some of them could be looking, the government uh, contractor could be looking at your business credit and comparing you to another uh, guy that's on the same bid. And based off your business credit, if you have a low score and don't have any business credit built up and he has some business credit built up and he's got a higher score, who do you think is going to get the job? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so we're we're losing out on opportunities in some, in some business cases because they don't focus on this. So when it comes to funding a business, you know, obviously there's there's credit, there's building credit, there's the way that you 
position your business on the tax end of things, but then there's also funding it. So how do you, how do you advise or suggest that people fund their businesses? Most people are taught from friends or family or somebody else that's been in business how to fund their business. And there's three ways of building, uh, funding your business, bootstrap it, or like I always say, take your proceeds, your profits out of it and um, fund your business, get an investor, which means now um, somebody else is telling you how to run your business. So that's really not what you uh, started a business for, or you build business credit and you use that business credit to leverage, uh, you know, like we have in our uh, credit suite, you know, equipment financing, uh, sign and drive on cars. I mean, some are major lenders because we have over uh, almost a thousand lenders in our credit suite. And there's Ally Financial, GM Financial, Toyota Financial Services, you know, and those are all major players. So most people that you deal with, especially in your coaching, they're wanting to go in and buy a new vehicle on their business name. Well, I've been on that side of the, uh, the other side of that coin and they don't have any business credit. So we say, okay, you're going to have to personally guarantee it. If they built up business credit, it's sign and drive. So what industries do you find struggle the most with utilizing this? You know, it's funny that you say that because at, when I first got into the business, I thought, oh, well, you know, it's mostly going to be the contractor trades um, and tr uh, transportation industries that struggle the most. But in reality, you know, I, I'm talking to people nowadays that are in IT software. They've got offices. They've got employees. They're uh, running their business through their personal finances. And I'm like, why are you doing that? You can build business credit and build it up intentionally. So, right. So the, it, it's easy to think about folks that have a, they need vehicles or they've got equipment and uh, all that kind of stuff. But people that run service businesses that don't require a lot of equipment and it may require people, but not a lot of equipment, they're, they are still a, a good fit for this as, as well. I, I love it. I, can you tell us one more question for you? Can you tell us what is it about this industry, this job, this business that really keeps you motivated, keeps you going? What excites you? The thing that excites me is um, thinking about last year, we lost 595,000 small business owners in the U.S. Uh, with an average of $83,000 crashing down on their personal finances. So every day that I can rescue a business owner from that happening, it's not just affecting them. Like I said earlier, it, it affects their family, their employees' families, and it, it builds a stronger community. You know, if you can rescue a business in your community or in your community, Kyle, how much stronger of a community does it make? Yep. Yep. And it keeps it keeps business local versus that ginormous stuff that that a lot of people end up using including me <laughs> but it, it keeps business local which is in my opinion a wonderful thing i want people to come to me not some giant coaching firm somewhere else i'd rather much rather they come to me that's awesome well todd i appreciate your passion i appreciate the work that you're doing and the difference it is making in communities 
if people want to connect with you and learn more about what you do or potentially use your services, what's the best way for them to connect? You know, Kyle, uh, I'm on LinkedIn and uh, you have my LinkedIn or you can go to my website and there's uh, about a seven minute demo video of what the process is and what we do and some of the different lenders and vendors in our uh, program. And then if you want to learn more, you can book a free credit consultation with me. If you'd like before, I can pull business credit report and we can talk about that uh, beforehand when uh, we have our Zoom meeting. Awesome. Well, thank you, Todd, so much. And in the show notes, you'll see a link to check that information out. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks, Kyle.